0: It's time for you to add value. This episode is brought to you by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift, Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue2life.com shift. My guest today, Ray Perez, is the founder and CEO of The Entrepreneur's Agency, a full-service branding and marketing agency built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Ray is the best-selling author, award-winning speaker, podcast, radio and TV talk show host, elite business coach, and philanthropist who leads mastermind groups and business growth seminars globally. The riches are truly in the niches. Therefore, Ray looks at what clients are great at and why they're great at it. This allows him to make clients superstar brand. The clients he typically serves include speakers, coaches, authors, consultants, trainers, small business owners and entrepreneurs who are personality-driven in the face of their business. Ray's great success is to hear the stories of his clients breaking into six, seven, or even eight-figure salesmen. Ray Perez talks about the power of branding and creating VIP experiences to help people change their lives and their companies. The circle you surround yourself with is the one that will help you grow. You need to be intentional in adding value to those around you. Ray, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm just so excited to learn from you and already started learning and so <laughs> making things happen before we even hit record. Um, typically, we start out just have guests share uh, their entrepreneurial journey. So you'll have to give us the Cliff Notes version because I know that's pretty much
1: been your whole life. It's funny, Robert. It actually has been all my life. Uh, I, I started my first business when I was 14. Uh, I was cutting lawns, the neighbor's lawns. And then I developed into an actual business and I called it Raise Lawn Service. And at the age of about, I think it was 20 or 21, I sold the business for $25,000. And the reason I sold it is because at that point I was in college and I got into the nightclub uh, industry in Miami Beach, and South Beach to be more specific. And I really started discovering like there's an easier way to make money than, you know, working for six to 10 hours out in the the hot sun covered in dirt cutting lawns and it was inviting and promoting uh events and having people come to these events and i would get paid for it and then a couple years later i would say about six years after that industry you know just being tired of going to bed at at six o'clock in the morning or later uh, i decided to shift over from the nightclub promotions into business uh promotions and marketing and it's funny because still to this day I'm still utilizing the same techniques and strategies that I use to get people to a nightclub that I do to get business people to entrepreneurial events, seminars, and conferences. And um, about six years ago, um, I started to learn um, the art of speaking, uh, public speaking, and presenting. And I started really studying that. And I realized that there's a power in one-to-many communication, similar to this podcast, right? And um, I really dove deep into that. I figured, wow, this is definitely a way I can promote and market my branding, marketing, video production services. And what ended up happening is I realized as a speaker, you have a presence, you have like a brand in the world. So instead of just building the company brands that I had been doing for over a decade, I started investing in building my personal brand. And little by little, the more and more I did, the better results I would get. Other speakers on the same tour as me started noticing the the reactions I was getting. My conference, my room, seminar rooms were more filled than theirs. And they're like, what are you doing? And that's when the light bulb went off. And I said, you know what? I can do for other entrepreneurs exactly what I did for myself, which is build their personal brand so it has more trust, more authority, more credibility, positions you in a way that you're an authority in your space and more people are attracted to you. And that's when I launched the entrepreneur's agency and I took everything that I have been doing for the last uh, 13 years. And I put together branding, marketing, sales, video production, online, social media, and coaching. And I wrapped it all into one big bow. And now we work with entrepreneurs all over the world, assisting them in building their personal brand and their corporate brand to build more trust and credibility with their audience.
0: Nice. I, so, there's so much in there that, that that you just shared about, but I know that you you moved into that speaker realm, but you didn't just, you know, start finding out speakers at your local Toastmasters or, or the local meeting, local uh, chamber of commerce. You went you went straight to the best and, and started working with Les Brown. Um, and, yep. and so I think that led to your writing, you know, cracking the celebrity code and and would you share a little bit about that and the value of those kind of those connections and how important that was for
1: growing? Yeah, um, I mean, Les is just one of, of my many speaking mentors. Uh, I, at this point, I probably have about five very high level top speaker, coach, trainer, mentors um, that I've taken a little bit from each of them and kind of blended it into my own um, um, process and system and then added my branding and marketing knowledge into it. And I think what's really separated me from the majority of speakers is I don't just give a a great presentation, great value. Um, I also have figured out a way to have a great follow through with my audience. And what I mean by that is you could be a speaker and get a standing ovation Or you could be a speaker and make a bunch of sales during an event. But if you haven't built a connection and relationship and have a logistical way for your audience to stay connected to you after your presentation, after your speech, then I truly believe you're actually leaving a lot of money on the table. Because one of my quotes is business is built on relationships, right? It's not just business, it's a relationship. And, And I'm sure you can agree that we first need to create a relationship before people buy. So something that I realized as a speaker, watching these other mentors of mine and what they're doing saying, this guy's selling a lot, but then he's not, he has no backend relationship with his audience. I don't want to just sell to people. I want to, and I don't want to just bring value to people either, right? Because if in the world of speaking, there's motivational, inspirational speakers like my buddy, Les Brown, and then there's speak to sell speakers, which will sell something And then that's kind of how they gauge how they did, right? So uh, an inspirational speaker gets a a round of applause, gets a standing ovation. Uh, A a speak to sell speaker has people go to the back of the room and give their credit cards. But I asked myself, why why can't I do both? Why can't I be a speaker that inspires people, gets them to pull out their credit card, but also has a way for them to connect with me ongoing, Mm after the presentation so that I can continue to build my relationship because not everybody's going to buy from you right away. And that, that is what I was able to take my branding and marketing experience and what I had built integrated into my speaking. And to be honest with you, I believe I've created something that no other speaker has ever done. And it's a process to be able to connect with my audience in a way that putting your email or putting your website on a slide will never do. And I believe that's, what's allowed me to grow my brand presence, grow my following and really continue to connect with, with these individuals far after that presentation that we did.
0: Nice. Well, speaking of connection and, and building your audience, obviously when you transition from, from hip hop scene and, and club scene to business branding, What what has been the most effective or what would you say is the most effective now for for building an audience to fill that room?
1: That that's a great question. look. I think for the majority of entrepreneurs and small business owners, I think the number one way that they're going to generate leads, whether for an event or for their business or in any capacity is through word of mouth and referrals. Well, I'll I'll ask I'll ask you Robert what's the number one way you get leads for your podcast your business and everything. Yeah, word of mouth, relationships, absolutely. Right? It, it really comes down to. It. Now, people might say, "Oh, social media." But what do you think social media? It's a platform for you to get your word your word of mouth and your referrals out there. That's all it is. So, unless you're doing paid advertising or you're doing SEO or you have an advertising budget, in my experience when it comes to the world of marketing for small business owners and entrepreneurs word of mouth and referrals is the number one way so this is the same for me by the way like Hmm. i I raise my hand i fall into the same category so i said you know what why am i going to spend time money and energy trying to figure out all this facebook stuff all this funnel online marketing jazz that everybody's talking about and and mind you it's like, it's like the uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Everybody wants to find it, but nobody has real success doing it except the people that are selling you how to do it. Does, does that make sense? So I I'm have with a joke. you. And you're laughing because you know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. Um, I have a joke, and I always say this at all my events and to all my clients. I said the only people that make real money online through like digital marketing are people who sell how to make money online my my
0: story is the gold miners right everybody everybody rushed to the gold mines and they still do and and you could even watch those shows that are on discovery right now and trust me watch who's making the money where's all the money going to the guys that make the shovels (laughs)
1: axes the picks and the shovels and you're absolutely correct And, and and it's a little disheartening because I wanted to find the pot of gold also and after a couple hundred thousand dollars invested realizing man i haven't really seen much return in this i realized that's not really the ideal way for the majority of people now i'm not saying in any way shape or form to so anybody who's listening to this podcast i'm not saying that digital marketing does not work i'm saying if you're an entrepreneur or business owner that is a service driven business If you're the face of your business, if you provide a product or service that's not like a brick and mortar, the chances of it working are way less for you than, for example, a roofer or a plumber. Why? Because when someone has a roofing problem or a plumbing problem, they're going to go search for that. Hmm. Nobody goes online and says, I have a problem. I need to get my brand fixed. It doesn't (laughs) really work that way. But what does happen is this you build relationships you talk to people and all of a sudden they say hey i'm going to introduce you to so-and-so who could benefit from your services or someone shares you on social media or someone invites you on their podcast right this are, you, is all- are you changing into a coach who coaches coaches so that you can sell it to people online you, you nailed it robert you nailed, you nailed it on the head and um for me i i told myself i said I'm gonna do what I know works and has made me successful in everything I did. And that was build relationships, build value, build rapport, create a great quality product. People are gonna buy from you. They're gonna recommend you to others and they're gonna share you. Hmm. Now, here's the catch, because this happens for everyone. Everyone that's listening to this already has referrals, but how do we increase the referrals? how do we increase your exposure and your tribe the higher value your personal brand has in the world the more people will refer you and do you know why because you make them look good Mm. and human beings are egocentric no matter what we say we're all about w-i-f-m what's in it for me so when you are someone of high perception of brand value which obviously in this world means your digital presence because like this everything's digital nowadays if your brand value is high people are more likely to introduce you and refer you to others because you make them look good Mm. and that is the most fascinating thing that i've discovered over the last few years as i've been building my brand presence i'm like wow i'm getting invited to go to more speaking more events i'm getting invited on more podcasts like like all this business is just coming to me through word of mouth and referrals obviously but in a capacity that wasn't happening before and i realized ah i'm making them look good that's why it's happening and then it clicked and that's how i wrote the book cracking the celebrity code It was really about my self discovery in the process of celebritizing an entrepreneur. And it doesn't matter who you are, Robert. People are human beings. (laughs) And the way we operate is based on this wonderful muscle that we have called our brain. (laughs) And we perceive people based on what we see, hear, and read about them. (laughs) And the more exposure that we have to what we see, hear, and read about them, that elevates their positioning of value in our mind. Not in the world, it's in our mind. And the more people that collectively agree in their mind that this person's valuable, then their value in the world starts to increase. Mm -hmm. Because let's take Les Brown, good buddy of mine, did a lot of work with Les. He nowadays has people who don't know who he is. i'll ask my audience raise your hand if you know who les brown is half the room raises their hand i said okay great so when you saw my introduction video and you saw that i work with les brown that was third-party credibility to me and it raised my value right because third-party credibility so we do it sure the rest of the people who who did not raise their hand and say i have no idea who les brown is no value because they have no perception in their mind because they've never seen, they've never heard, or they've never read anything. Now, if I show them Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome to 40,000 people and they listen to his speech and say, wow, this guy is amazing. And he's been doing this for four decades. And now they're like, wow, Ray works with Les. Now my value goes up, but what had to happen? They had to see, they had to hear, and they had to read. They needed exposure for that perception of value to be raised in their mind. And Robert, that is what's called cracking the celebrity code. When you realize that there really is a formula, which I lay out in the book, of how you can do this, then anyone can build a status in their arena. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely makes sense. Yeah. I And having watched and, and just looked into what you're doing in your VIP branding experience and, and some of the services that you offer, I. Not only are you helping entrepreneurs create that perception, you're helping entrepreneurs feel that level of value in, in themselves. and And of course, that self belief, even if they're borrowing that belief from you when they're making the videos and they're making the photos and they're they're riding in the car and feeling like because you're not only it, you're not faking it, right?''re you're, you're, you're putting their real real self out there. you're elevating them to another level and and for me that's just so
1: amazing that's an amazing observation that you have actually uh, pointed out there robert most people don't realize that until i say it to them so Mm -hmm. i I want i want to acknowledge you for actually tuning into that and you're absolutely right and i've had several clients where i've had the conversations that i say look this process that you go through this vip branding experience is creating who you are so that you can live into your future. Mm. Because as we all know, you know, thoughts equal beliefs, beliefs equal actions, actions equal results. We can manifest anything that we think about. How do we do that though, right? Like how does that actually happen? And what you just explained is a process and it happens. When my clients go through this VIP brand experience, all of a sudden they're like, I feel like a celebrity. Like that's literally what they say. And that's our goal. Our goal is to make them feel like they're a celebrity because I want them to have that experience to realize this is who they're becoming. This is who they're stepping into their better version of themselves in the future, which gives them the confidence today, knowing where they're going tomorrow so that they can act and operate in a way that's going to attract the people and the uh, uh, types of organizations and uh, and roles and opportunities that they're looking for because that's so the, much
0: so much it, better than a vision board I'm just gonna say it it's
1: the next level vision board because when you watch a video of you and you're like man that's me I look like a rock star like all of a sudden people get like wow that's me like and, and it really I mean I experienced it years ago when I I was already speaking I already had a very successful business but I hadn't put myself out there yet so once I did all that first of it felt weird. But then after a while, I said, consider this. When a movie's coming out, what do they need to do? They need to promote the movie. They have billboards. They have posters. They have a a, a night where they do the preview, the red carpet. There's flyers. There's magazine ads. There's commercials. Consider as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, that your business is your movie. And guess who's the, the lead actor? It's you. So why would you not create marketing branding promotions around the lead actor to promote the movie in the world why would you say no i'm going to stay behind and look post post covid this has is not just important it's like the way of life it's kind of like blockbuster right blockbuster where's blockbuster i call it the blockbuster effect blockbuster's gone why because they didn't stay up with the times. They didn't stay up with what was going on. And once they figured it out, the learning curve was too great to catch up. And I tell entrepreneurs all along, look, the year's gonna go by, the next year's gonna go by. If you don't start investing in yourself today, by the time you make that decision, it's gonna take too long for you to catch up with your competition. And I and I hate to say this, cause I never wanna like, <laughs> put people down, but I have people that were way past me when I started speaking. And now after COVID, because I've invested so much in my my personal brand, my digital presence, the moment COVID hit and live events stopped, their entire business froze and my business exploded. Mm. And that was like God's validation to me that for all those years, I was doing the right thing. Because Mm. from one day to the next, the whole world changed and everyone's business changed. And it was the biggest blessing of my life because I can tell you I was able to serve more people. I was able to make a bigger difference and an impact in the world. Costs went down. I was able to hire more people and revenues went up. <laughs> and that was only possible because of what I'm explaining. Nice. Well, and, and I think Blockbuster is is an
0: okay example because they were they were dealing in, in VHS tapes and then DVDs they didn't have a digital model they didn't have the framework or any of those the one that breaks my heart is Sears because as i grew up Sears was a catalog company they had descriptions they had items they had pictures they made all their money with this catalog yep. it was perfect for the internet <laughs> it would have been it would have been an internet red box exactly and it's and and, they, and of course Kodak is the other right Kodak actually invented the digital camera and then set it aside saying we trust film. <laughs> and so so many so many things miss the curve because because they're not willing to look beyond themselves. And I think entrepreneurs get caught in that too because their their business is their baby and it's so it's so personal. Well, but for many of them it's really just a job. They own their job. And until they separate themselves from their job and say I'm a CEO of a business, and the business and me are, are separate. But if I grow me, I grow my business.
1: You got it. You nailed it. I mean, and, and I invested myself as much as I invest in my business and personal <laughs> growth and 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 spiritual coach. Um, so many different things that have nothing to do with business. But because it it improves who I am, it does directly benefit my business. So
0: let's talk about character. For me marketing and character are just so important and and there's some people listening that might still be thinking that you know you're putting a facade on you're you're putting sunglasses on a pig (laughs) to make somebody look good but let's talk about character and the value of bringing out the true character in an entrepreneur and and his brand
1: well i'm going to talk about my process because i believe what we do is a bit unique um most Branding and marketing companies will take the entrepreneur and brand them to their business. This has been happening forever. I'll admittedly, I did this 10 years ago. I didn't know any different because I never lived it. I never experienced it until I did. I realized, wait a second, the business and the owner and the person actually have nothing to do with each other. Hmm. The only connection is that the, Person owns the business, but they're not the business. You don't walk around with your, you know, I am blank company across your forehead. When you meet someone and you shake their hand, you don't introduce yourself as your company. Like just think about it. So we can bring business to our company through who we are, which most entrepreneurs and business owners will be the face and they'll be doing that. But when you brand yourself as the you know, a roofing specialist, as an example, then you put yourself into a box. And I have clients in every single niche you can ever imagine. And I'm a Dan Kennedy student, so I'm a direct response marketer, and I believe that the riches are in the niches. But here's the caveat that nobody ever thought about or, or, or talked about. When you're niching, you don't need to niche yourself. You niche your business, and you are the owner of that business that has a niche specific service, purpose, resource, whatever it is. So when it comes to personal branding, the reason I believe our process is unique is because I'll interview our clients. We go through a personal brand strategy session and I ask them personal questions about who they are, Mm. because what I'm trying to do is I'm not trying to create an image for them. I'm not trying to put the glasses on a pig. I'm trying to bring out the greatness that is already inside that human being. Because as my buddy Les Brown always says, we all have greatness within ourselves. The challenge, Robert, is sometimes we don't see the greatness ourselves. And it takes an expert, someone else, to have a conversation and pull that out of you so that we can turn that into a brand presence that the world can see and connect with. Because I truly believe that when you bring out people's greatness and you put it into a written form and you put it into a visual, people will connect with you more authentically than ever before. Because you're not trying to be the roofing guy. You're you're so much bigger than the roofing company you own, than whatever business that you have. And that's something that has evolved over the years and has become my signature process that, that we do through our VIP branding experience. and. Robert, I tell you, I have people crying after hmm. the process because they're like, oh, my God, this is the first time that I've actually like really authentically felt like realize who I am and stopped trying to always be the business, the hmm. person, the business. And like, oh, my God, this is who I am. And I'm talking about successful people. I'm not just talking about regular entrepreneurs. I'm talking people who are already very successful and have never really connected with the internal greatness that they have, they've just been always trying to push the business. So for me, it's, and I, I'll tell people this, I don't give the term expert to just anyone. Mm. You need to be in, in business for at least five or more years doing the specific thing that you've been doing. Otherwise I've told clients, you can't have, you can't use the word expert. I won't let you, cause you've been only been doing this for one mm. year. You're not qualified to call yourself an expert. So the process that we go through is in alignment with their true self, their true character, their true being. Therefore, I believe it's a more authentic brand, which is going to connect with more people once we put it out into the world.
0: Mm. Well, and, it, and it's it's so good, right? It's not just it's not just a label, right? It's not just a, a logo or a, or a, a facade or sticker we're sticking on. All your, we're going to change all your website and your letterhead and your logo, and we're we're really creating a way to communicate who who you are That's and, and and get people to talk about you when you're not in the room speaking about your greatness. You,
1: uh, Jeff's, Jeff Bezos quoted, uh, branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room.
0: Mm. So good. So valuable. We will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue, the number two, life.com. Addvalue to life.com forward slash shift. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. All right. I know contribution is a huge part of who you are, and, and it's been a huge part of, of your journey. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you share the importance uh, as an entrepreneur of of giving back and supporting the community and the world?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I've always been a giver <laughs> from a very young age, as far as I can remember. My love language is gift giving. So, <laughs> for me, thank God, it it, 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 it comes naturally. I, I would say, but I've really realized the benefits of giving, of contribution, of always being someone that is is trying to give to others. And I mean, from landmark education, from serving in my church, from doing mission trips, the way that you feel after you've contributed or given is a way that no amount of money could ever make you feel because it's an internal peace. It's an internal warmth and love. Because, I mean, it comes back to the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus said he loves a cheerful giver because it's really about the best way to receive is to do what? Mm -hmm. It's to give. So I've always had this mentality. But as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, sometimes we're like, okay, this is what I think, but I have to run the business. And a few years ago, I realized that doesn't, that's not necessarily true. I can run the business the way I think. So what I used to do is I used to personally always give back, whether it was my, my tithe to my church, my nonprofits, my charities, so on. And then I said, well, I'm going to involve my company and we're just going to give a percentage of our the business on top of what I personally do. So now I've connected my company into giving. But a few years ago, I said, you know what? I don't want to give a percentage of the business. I want to lead with giving. So instead of saying this year we want to make X so that we can give, instead I said I want to donate Y, and then we have to build from there. Yeah. So last year, my goal was thirty thousand. I wanted to give thirty thousand dollars to charity, and that's not included anything in kind, which which is services. That's this is straight actual real cash donated. So we ended up doing thirty-eight thousand dollars last year in. Physical donations. I think we did over fifty in in kind of services because we donate our services as well. But this year, I was like, you know what? I need to up level it. I need to lead by example. So this year, our goal is one hundred thousand dollars in cash donated to various charities, nonprofits, a church, and so forth, and then in kind in services another hundred thousand. Now, with doing that, I said, you know what? Just like I built my entire business, whatever I do that works for me, I then share it with my audience and that becomes part of what what I offer. So I always know it's going to work because I did it first. I'm the guinea pig. So I created something called a socially conscious business partnership program. Hmm. I built a nonprofit a year ago called influence with love. Now the reason it's called influence with love is because I'm in the branding and marketing business and leaders obviously are influential or influencers a new hot buzzword right and i believe if you're someone who has influence you should be influencing with love that's the way that you should be influencing people in everything you do for us specifically we're supporting underprivileged youth and not only underprivileged youth here in the united states but in several countries like colombia medellin which you told me you spent some time there as well Um, And we also want to teach them entrepreneurship skills and mentor them because, you know, it's not just about knowledge. It's also about mentorship because that actually makes a huge difference in a young child's life. I didn't want to just have a nonprofit. I wanted to have a way to directly involve my clients. That were already working with me, either through my coaching services, my branding and marketing, my video production, my live events. I have so many entrepreneurs that are working with me all over the world that I said, I want an easier way for them to be involved with the nonprofit. So, the purpose of the socially conscious business is when you support our nonprofit through multiple different ways, donating your time, talent, or treasure. We now have different levels of how you are a socially conscious business. Each one of those levels unlocks a different set of marketing collaterals to let the world know that you're a socially conscious business mm-hmm. for your website, for your email marketing, for your social media, for your videos. Because let's, let, if you have competition that does the same product or service, relatively the same price. Well, what's the difference? The difference is how they feel about the company, how they feel about the mission and the purpose. So if you're a company that gives back, then you've separated yourself from your competition. And we can provide the marketing collateral to allow them to market themselves as this distinctive company that cares about the kids and the future. So I was able to take my passion, which is giving, the kids and by marketing and branding business. And I was able to merge it together so that we can provide more value to the entrepreneurs. Because in the end of the day, I know how it feels to give, but I also understand that it's a challenge for people sometimes. So I said, look, well, what if I give to them? If they give, I'm gonna give them back. Now it's a no brainer. And that's how we launched the whole, the whole socially conscious business program.
0: Man, that's so good. I, I, love, I love so many things in, in there, first of all influence with love uh, it's it's such an obvious title but the truth is if you're influencing any other way that's manipulation and so we're, we're going to stick with influence with love and 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 love that that you're you're building you know a service organization around that taking it to another level that to to not only label yourself as a socially conscious business but to invite other businesses to say we we want to encourage you to be a socially conscious business and we're going to reward you for it with, with these different levels and these different opportunities. You know, my dream, my goal for my company is that 10% goes to business development in third world places like Colombia and Africa and, and and other places that they just need people to encourage them and believe in them. And my goal is exactly the same as yours to directly involve my clients and power partners on these trips to go and speak and teach and encourage room full of people eat small rooms because I want to do it for the hot dog vendor I want to do it for the guy selling bubble gum and cigarettes in a box and 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 just add value to to people that that I mean they feel like you know I mean literally most of the people in those countries for for people that haven't been able to visit those places they work all day long to get paid at the end of the day to buy dinner on their way home. that's, that's literally how most families in a lot of these places live. And I know there's people in the United States living that way too. And, and they deserve the same, the same kinds of help, but bringing people together that are, that, that care about the world just enough to give. And I love that you mentioned time, talent, and treasure, because it doesn't have to be about your money. If you don't have, if you're not making, if your business isn't busting out at the seams yet, give of your time and your talent, because that'll give the opportunity when it comes around. For you to be able to give your money and expand your influence right money's an expander it can it can expand your influence but it really does have to start with your time and talent and and that comes from your heart and then your money's going to follow because you're already doing so many cool things and once you're on the ground in those places you're gonna you're gonna follow it up with action that's gonna influence even more
1: absolutely i couldn't have said it better myself Robert.
0: yeah so so good well and and, and watching those kids in, in uh, Medellin just, yeah, reminding me of my 10 years in South America. And and uh, yeah, once you have your feet on the ground, it's pretty hard for your heart not to get pulled in. And you're going to do whatever you can to to give back and keep giving to those people. And, and that creates another relationship. It creates another network. Um, and, and of course, if those networks have the tools to add value in healthy ways to those places, right? That's That's yeah. such a challenge to... We can't just send money. We have to send, we have to send the tools and and yeah. and and the training to help people elevate themselves out of those situations. Um, money doesn't solve. Money doesn't fix those things. I yeah. mean, if money fixed things, Haiti wouldn't be in the position that it's in because people have been sending money to Haiti, and it, it's just not yeah. going. It's just not creating systems and processes and and, and allowing people to to grow. Right. I love that you're, you're focused on, on helping kids grow and providing knowledge and mentorship. You've mentioned mentors uh, a few times. So an entrepreneur, you know, second or third year in his business, um, how, how would you encourage him to find mentors?
1: Well, I mean, one of the most important aspects to creating a successful business, I believe, and I've learned from other successful uh, entrepreneurs, is the circle that you keep the people that you spend the most time with. And I think it's something that should be like on the top of the list of priorities for entrepreneurs that are either just starting out or, or just get trying to break that level of success is to start finding people that have already done what you've done um, and spend time with them. And the easiest way to do that is to give Mm -hmm. going back to what we talked about is to give and ask for nothing in return. I mean, this is literally what I've done multiple times uh, throughout my career. I can think of how I said, hey, I love what you're doing. I want to support you. How can I contribute? How can I serve? Can I volunteer? And then I got in. And then as they got to see what I was able to do, all of a sudden, then I became a partner. They started hiring me for my services. And, and then I grew. And then I found someone else, did the same thing, did the same thing. So, um, one of the ways to find these people, I would say number one is at live events, right? Live events would be the number one place where you're going to have speakers. You're going to have other successful entrepreneurs. And when you go to these live events, the best place to be is in the VIP. Mm. Because in the VIP, those are the people you want to have in your circle. And you might be saying, yeah, but you know, I don't really have enough money or I don't, well, if you want what you don't have, then you're going to have to do something you've never done. <laughs> and, you know, there I never, ever ex- a, a, accept a money excuse <laughs> because it's never about the money. It's always about the commitment. And what I mean by that is I understand people have financial situations and they might physically not actually have the money, but just because you don't have the money doesn't mean you can't find a way to get the money. The difference is the level of commitment that person has to their success. And, you know, I, I, I forget who the author was or the, where the story came from, but you know, you know how much you want to be successful as when it's you, is as if you were trying to breathe. Like if I pushed you underwater and you had to get up to breathe, whatever you would do to make it happen, that's the type of commitment that someone must have to be able to accomplish their success. Because when there's a will, there's always a way. God will always open a door or maybe he'll open a window. And I really share with people that never let anything be an excuse, always just try to find a solution or a way. And when you don't know, ask, and if they don't know, ask again and ask again and ask again. And I got to tell you, that's probably one of the reasons why I've been very successful in my business, because it doesn't matter who's told me no, or if I didn't have the way to do it, I would always know that I'd figure a way to do it. And the best way to find mentors and the best way to find a good circle is through live events and through being part of the VIP section. So you can be around these people. Hmm,
0: So good. I think that, uh, That had to be a Navy SEAL that was sharing that story, you know, drowning experience. I think think you're right. In my brain, I just, you know, I just took Napoleon Hill's burning desire to like the whole, that just takes it to a whole nother level. (laughs) If you're in survival mode and somebody's pushing you underwater, how hard are you going to
1: fight to get out? That's, that's a true burning desire. (laughs) And that's the desire that people are lacking Mm. to achieve the level of success they want in their lives
0: what's the difference between want, right? Everybody wants, I want, I want all those cool cars that, you know, these guys are driving. I want, you know, that VIP experience. Um, but, but you're right. They're, they're just excuses. What, you know, most of the people that are saying I don't have the money, you know, are, are sitting in a house, they're sitting in, <laughs> they got two cars in the driveway, they got, and, and you could, you can make a choice. I mean, it's a matter of, Call your aunt, right? (laughs) If you want to go, you're
1: going to find somebody that'll help you pay for it or, or make it happen. Drive an Uber, do some deliveries, cut the neighbor's lawn, go wash some cars. Don't give me an excuse that you don't have the money. That, that, that is I, nowadays
0: you could stand on a corner with a cardboard sign saying, I need to go to Ray Perez's VIP experience, and I bet you you could get the money.
1: And if, and if they tag me on Facebook, then i probably give them a ticket. <laughs> That'd That'd I really like that one. I, I'm actually, I, I might use that, Robert, in one of my marketing. I'm gonna have, I like that. I'll go take the picture. I'll <laughs> All right. Well, well, you and me are gonna work that out. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Ray,
0: let's switch it up a little bit. How, how important is play and fun?
1: Oh, man. You know, that's something I've actually had to learn and discover for myself over the last couple of years, uh, because I've always been work, 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 work. And even though it is very important to work very hard, it's also important to enjoy your successes and reap the, the, the fruits of your labor. Because if you don't take time to do that, then what is all the hard work for and, you know, in the beginning, when you don't have the budget, it's hard to do that. But there are things you can do. You know, the beach is free. You can spend a day at the beach. And it's it's really one of my favorite things to do because it's very low cost. It's, it's something enjoyable. And guess what? You can take your cell phone with you. And if you need to take a call, you can still do business while you're on the beach, which I do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine if you're close enough to one of the hotels, you could get their Wi-Fi, too, if you had to. There you go. Especially, I mean, I'm blessed that I live in Miami. So I, I have this opportunity year round. Some people don't. But a, a park, a lake, right? There, there's options, you know, but take some time for yourself. Take some time to celebrate. Something that I, I was very was very bad at doing was celebrating when I achieve that next level of success, right? Because I set a goal and then I achieve it. And I immediately, when I achieve it, I'm looking at the next goal. Mm. Like it's it's literally, all right, we're here. There's the next peak. And it wasn't until a UPW event, Unleash the Power Within, with Tony Robbins, that he shared that exact story about himself. So just imagine, I'm listening to Tony Robbins share exactly what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh man, okay, I need to start taking time to celebrate my success. And I still catch myself sometimes. I'm like, oh, take a moment, appreciate what you've accomplished, take it in. And then set the next goal and start work because otherwise it's never really you know and and it's never about the destination it's mm-hmm. always about the journey that I can tell you it's so so cherish it appreciate it enjoy it and have some fun because if not what's the point well I tell people all the time that there is no destination <laughs> we have, we
0: have this term that says you've made it but but you've made it means that you figured out how to enjoy the journey
1: agreed hundred percent yeah. 100%
0: if you're not enjoying the journey you better change
1: something 100 you know and another thing i'll add you know in addition to having fun you know if you want to go far fast you go by yourself if you want to go far you go with a great team mm-hmm. so what i will say is this even as solo entrepreneurs or people who are just starting you know surround yourself with good people bring on team members take care of them um, you know, and, and you might not be able to hire people, but you can partner, you can joint venture, you can create relationships, you can ask people to support you, but don't do business alone because entrepreneurship is probably one of the most loneliest places to be. And I will say that I dedicate my level of success to my team. Hmm. Like I wouldn't be where I'm at or who I am if it, for, if it wasn't for. I mean, look, hold on. I'll, I'll actually. I'm going to show you. Check this All out. All right. This is my team and I have wow. them in front of me pretty much every day because I have, I have triple monitors <laughs> and I'm looking at my team all day and I'm grateful for my team because where I'm at and who I, I am is because of them. And I'm at a place right now in my business where I'm adding more and more people to my team all the time because mm-hmm. I'm realizing that if I want to scale, it, it's no longer about me. And, and there is like in our coaching program, we explain once you get to 250,000, 500,000, 800, a million, the way you operate as the entrepreneur, as the CEO starts to shift when it has to, when you, because there's no other way to get to the next level. If you kept operating the way you did to, to be at where you're at now. So if
0: it's dependent, if there, if your client's success is dependent on your presence, then it's not scalable scalable, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned you're grateful for your team. Let's talk a little bit about the power of gratitude.
1: Wow. Always be in an attitude of gratitude. It's a little rock that I carry around in my pocket all the time and uh, put it on my nights. I actually saw that in The Secret when I was watching. Oh, nice. And, and you know what's amazing? I have actually met half of the people that were in The Secret. And when I was watching it back in 2005 and I'm 20 something years old and I'm like, Oh my God, this is what I've been doing all this time. And I couldn't ever put language to how I was manifesting things in my life. And now I understand that there's a process and there's a system and it's ironic because that's what I do in personal branding. Like there's a process, there's a system to be able to create this perception of value in the world, this connection and, and I basically am doing the same thing as a secret. And I always was like, man, I'd love to meet these people. And later on, I look back in my life and I'm like, oh my God, I've met Jack Canfield. I've met Bob Proctor, God bless his soul. I've, yeah. I've met all these people at events that I've been speaking at. I've spoken on stage with Grant, uh, with uh, uh, um, Jack Canfield, with Bob, with Les, like, I'm like, how did that happen? And it's like the secret when you look back and you're like, wow, I really did manifest that. So. Being in an attitude of gratitude, I do it for everything. Like something small happens, I'm like, thank you, God. Like I get the green light. I'm like, thank you, God. Like mm. I'm, I'm always grateful for everything and as much as I can because I believe being that way, outflow equals inflow. Mm. What you put out into the world is what you get back. So you know, that's just something that I live by, something I teach. And, and it's probably one of the most important things.
0: Absolutely. So you've got a new book coming out, you now scaling the mountain to success. Love the title, but I really love the subtitle: an entrepreneur's spiritual journey to reach millions. Can you share a little bit about the spiritual journey? What's what's at the heart of that? Yeah, actually, yeah. And and would it be okay
1: with you if if I share my screen? So like, do yeah, it. and Make it happen. Yeah, let's let's. We just see. have to
0: we have to share the 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 explanation version of what they're seeing
1: for the podcast listeners. Okay. Absolutely. I will definitely do that. you want to bring that in? I I already loaded it. There we go. All right. So what we're looking at is, is, um, this is actually my 360 site, which I'd like to share in a moment, but this book Scaling the Mountain to Success is really more of a story of my journey, kind of like what we've been talking about, how I realized that true success has nothing to do with how much money you make. It really has to do with what you do with that money Mm. and how you contribute and how you give back and the difference and impact you make in the world. And that's why in the subtitle, it says an entrepreneur's spiritual journey to reach a million. And when I say reach a million, it's not just a million dollars. It's a million people, a million impacts, a million gratitudes. It's Mm. how to take who you are and make a bigger, bigger difference in the world. And my my first book, "Cracking the Celebrity Code," um, which actually, if I go like uh, this, there we go. Look at that. Um, this book was really about the business, was really about what I do and what I've discovered, and a, a how-to for entrepreneurs to do what I've done. But when when it comes to uh, the the new book. I want people to really know what it's about. Why are we doing all of this stuff? Why are we building these websites? Why are we doing these funnels? Why are we doing social media? Like, what's the purpose of all this stuff that I, that I actually teach people and I do for people? And it really comes down to, Robert, it really comes down to service. It comes down to knowing that there's a higher creator than us, whether, you know, you believe in God or not. And there's a power out there and we're connected to that power and we're connected to each other. And I believe that your business is your channel, is your vehicle to get who you are, your message out into the world to make a greater impact. And and I'm very excited about this book because I'm also going to have featured different Mentors and business partners that I've worked with over the years that have allowed me to get to the point where I'm at. Because, like I said, it's not really about me; it's all about the different people that have assisted me in getting to where I'm at.
0: Mm, so good. So, Ray, what what inspires
1: you? <sighs> Honestly, I, I, for for people who are listening, the, uh, Gary Chapman wrote a book, The Five Love Languages and one of the, I I have the love language of words of affirmation. Mm. And I'm not saying that this is the only reason, but I love when I do things for people and they're like, Ray, wow, thank you so much. Or that was amazing. Or I see people create a level of success that they would have never created if it wasn't for what I was doing for them. And that just fills my heart. I mean, that just makes me feel loved. And like, what bigger motivation and purpose can a human being have than to feel loved? So I kind of sometimes say like selfishly or thank God that this is the way I operate because the better I deliver for you and the happier you are, the more loved I feel. And, and mm. I, there's nothing better than that.
0: That's so good. Absolutely. That's, that's so fantastic. <clears throat> So obviously you've, you understand the value of designing your business and and you've mentioned now, you know, through COVID, you're being able to hire more team members and, and scale the business in, in a different way for an entrepreneur that feels like their business has taken over their life. How, how would you tell them to, to create their vision or, or to design the business around what they really want, right? What, how does success look for them?
1: Well, that would take another interview. <laughs> full transparency. Fair, fair enough. So, what, what, what I, but I will say this that's why I've created the Business Growth Bootcamp, mm. which is a three day live event. It's also broadcasted virtually for those who can't travel. And we teach number one, mindset mm. on day one, number two, skill set, and number three, implementation so before we can teach you what to do we have to teach you how to think once we've taught you how to think now we teach you what to do once we've taught you what to do now we got to get you doing it because without action and implementation it's just knowledge knowledge is not power (laughs) knowledge with implementation with action is power and a lot of people miss that they get a lot of knowledge they read a lot of books they go to a lot of seminars but that's not what's actually going to create the truth. So actually, whoever's listening to this, I, I would encourage them to go to thebusinessgrowthbootcamp.com, register for what are our coming events. We do four per year. We actually have one coming up this month. Um, actually, Robert, I'm going to invite you to come. You, you'd love it. All right. And the second thing I would say is this. As a starting entrepreneur, someone who's just really has a lot of things going on, you need to be organized. Mm. You need systems and processes. This is something that I can tell you will make a tremendous difference because it'll give you more time. Mm. Time is the only thing more valuable than money. Mm. And for an entrepreneur, man, we need like 50 hour days to, to, to be able to accomplish everything. So being organized, having systems and processes. So I actually invented something to organize myself, to organize access to me. And that's called a 360 site. And if you actually, could you share that screen really quick for just Absolutely. a moment? So this is my personal 360 site, which is rayperez360.com. And the purpose of this site is for me to be able to have everything in one place. Why? Because I forget what my Facebook is. I forget what my website, my landing page, (laughs) my book, when, hey, Ray, I need your calendar link. I don't remember, I have too many things in the world. So I I really wanted a place where I only had to go to one link and I knew I had everything. So then when someone in the world would ask me for something, I would never have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And that's how I invented the 360 site. And from there, it like literally grew and it became way more. I utilize this for networking. I utilize this for uh, lead capture at events. I use this for um, uh, a connection with people. People can click the contact button. They can send me a text message. They can WhatsApp with me if they're international, call Facebook Messenger, schedule a call, download my contact information. My recommendation, and not because it's my product, <laughs> it's my recommendation because I built it for myself because I had the same problem of every starting entrepreneur. How the heck do I organize myself? How do I market myself in a cost-efficient, quick process? And that's how I invented this. And what ended up happening, Robert, was people started asking me, hey, can you make one of those for me? Can you make one of those for me? After 200 people, that's when we turned this into a business. And now anyone can sign up in five minutes and get their own 360 site. Nice. I know Les Brown has one. Les Brown does have one. Yes.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's fantastic. I I mean, the the most basic ultimate level of entrepreneurship is find a problem, provide a solution, and you get rewarded for it. And so Amen. I love that you you're you're finding your own problems, creating solutions, and then sharing them, sharing them with the world. It's that's that's the most basic. It, people that are the best way thinking they want to start a business and they're like, I don't know what to do. It's like, no, you you know what? What do people ask you for? What What are people calling you to to fix for them? What are those? Are all things that are potential business opportunities? You know, figure out the problem you solve really well and make opportunities for people to pay you for it. You got it. That's right. Absolutely. So you mentioned mind mindset, and so just released. Actually, I haven't even had the the launch party yet, but. I just want you to see who wrote the foreword. If you can see it.
1: Oh, my buddy Andrew Cordell, love him. Yeah, so That's
0: a man. Well, he made the connection between the two of us to talk about relationships and the power of relationship. Here we are, Amazing. and uh, and and so just uh, just fantastic. All right, I want to I want to finish on a, on a big note. What's what's your big dream? You know,
1: my big dream is to like. Be able to financially set up my family for for life,
0: mm-hmm. and I don't
1: mean just like my future family when I have kids. I mean like my grandparents, my parents, my aunt. Like I, I want to like be able just to buy them a beautiful home, pay cash. Uh, I've already bought them the cars, so that part's done, and the iPhones. I love giving iPhones and cars. I don't know nice. why. I think those are <laughs> the two things that people use the most in their life: is their phone and their cars. You're so looking I like for a brother, right? <laughs> So, so for me, like my dream is to be able just to set up my family for life and they don't have to worry about anything and, and then really just growing the nonprofit. I want to be able to work because I enjoy what I do, not because I have to do it to pay my bills or anything. Mm -hmm. And I truly, truly want to be able to give back more than most people make. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to donate. I, I heard a pastor once say that, you know, he was donating 90% and he live off the 10% and that now his 10% is like a million dollars a year. Oh, love that. So I was like, man, I want to do that. I want to give so much. I want to make so much that I can give so much and still be living comfortably and happy and have everything. That's, That's my dream. I love it. All right. You've just been
0: sitting with an entrepreneur for an hour had this conversation and you want to leave them with Ray's words of
1: wisdom. Ray's words of wisdom, never give up. Number one, never let anybody tell you that you can't, or you're not good enough and really, really focus on finding a good mentor because the fastest way to get from A to Z is to learn from someone that's already done it. And a lot of times it's not only what to do, but what, not to do. It will actually save you so much time and money. And the biggest challenge is I can't afford it. I'm going to tell you, you can, because you'll end up paying three times as much learning to figure it out by yourself. So invest in yourself. When there's a will, there's a way. The commitment is what's going to help you find the money and you'll always make it happen.
0: Love it. Ray, thank you so much for sharing today. Just appreciate the greatness of this conversation. And really, it was a masterclass in in personal branding and business growth. Thank you so much for having
1: me, Robert. Truly appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everyone.
0: If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, or leave a review. We have a free gift for you at addvaluemindset.com. That's addvaluemindset.com. We've collected some of the best mindset secrets shared by successful entrepreneurs on our podcast, and we want to give them to you for free. ADDValueMindset.com. In our next episode, Andrea shares the power of connection and her role in building relationships to help professionals and businesses expand their reach. She helps bring dreams to reality by making sure the world knows you exist through press releases, stages, social media in obtaining sponsorships.